Welcome to the Terrible Warriors. And welcome to our continuation of looking back at the Tabletop Tuesday streams that we hosted in partnership with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders. Throughout the months of June and July, we were invited to team up with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders, a Vancouver-based group of gamers and streamers, to present a different one-shot RPG each week. For our second week, we attempted to play Electric Bastion Land. And I'll be honest, I wish I could edit the crap out of this episode, but I can't because I'm on vacation. So be patient and kind to me on this one, yeah? This was a particularly tough nut to crack, along with learning that perhaps I should not run games on a livestream without practicing them in advance, we were also dealing with a massive heatwave in Toronto that kept overheating the room I was streaming in and knocking me off of the channel. So this was rough. But it was through the struggles of our second week that we found the victories in our future games. So, with that disclaimer out of the way, journey back in time with me to early June to our second game from Tabletop Tuesdays, Electric Bastion Land. Well, hello again. Greetings. Bastion. The city is everything. It's electrified. It sits below the living stars. It sits beyond the deep country and above the underground. We have an insurmountable debt and our only hope is treasure. I'm your conductor for tonight, Justin Ecock, and we are back again with Tabletop Tuesdays. It's, it's really exciting to see that we're, we're still doing this again, that, that I was invited back. And a big thanks to Dungeons and Do-Gooders for partnering up with me and the Terrible Warrior podcast for doing this. Every Tuesday, we're playing a new one-page, oh, well, not a one-page RPG, but a one-shot RPG. Some of those are going to be one-pages, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see that. We'll see that in future weeks. And tonight, we're going to be playing Electric Bastion Land. And I'm very excited about this because last week we played a game that was near and dear to me, and this week we're playing a game I have never run before. And so it's going to be very exciting to explore this game with you and our players all together at the exact same time. So first off, don't panic. The Dungeons & Do-Gooders is still a Dungeons & Dragons stream uh, channel, despite what appearances may seem here on Tuesdays as we try out these different games. And if you're interested in joining up with the D&DG crowd, they are running games on their Discord server. So you can go over to their Discord server. I think it's exclamation mark Discord. You can find out the link to that, and you can join in with their games that they're running and their worlds of their creation. It's a lot of fun. You should go check them out for all experience backgrounds. You're more than welcome. Everyone's welcome. So that's one thing on the list. The other side is The Terrible Warriors is the podcast that I run. We've been doing it for like 10 years, so there's a lot of episodes if you want to go back into the back catalog. We also do actual play RPGs on the podcast, and we have played hundreds of these games. One of them is not Electric Bastion Land, but uh, we are going to be looking into talking to the creator of this game in a future episode. So go check us out at exclamation mark warriors if you want to find out more about The Terrible Warrior podcast. And... It is also June, and on June here on this Twitch channel, it is all about subs, and we're looking for a hundred subs. And if you would, if you like what we're doing, you want to grow, uh, you know, one way you could help is you could sub right now. You're watching the show because that kind of helps prove my point that we're all really excited about these one shots. So subscribe to this channel either through the Prime sub or your own or gift a sub. It, it, yeah, you know how it's, it's yeah, click, click, click button, sub to the channel. We're looking for a hundred subs by the end of the month. It's gonna be awesome. <sighs> 
Are you ready to meet the people who are going to be exploring Bastion with me tonight? Because I am really ready to meet. We haven't even made all their characters yet. We're going to describe them right here live, and they don't even know who they're playing yet. So it's all just going to be revealed in real time. One of the cool parts about this game is how fast it is to get up and running. So let me introduce you in order of the list that's in front of me. It's no importance. We have Danny, who is both the head of production and heading right into trouble. Danny Mags, he's the reason I'm here, so you can blame him all about it. We have, <laughs> playing with me for the very first time, it's Alex Carson, everybody. And uh, he uh, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a ringer. He jumped in at the very last second, so uh, uh, give props in the chat to Alex for showing up at the last second. We needed someone to sub in, and, and, and he did it. So, uh, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Maggie Gallagher, you're back. You're joining us again after our masks time, which means uh, you weren't so traumatized by the experience last week that you wanted to come back for more. So thank you. Welcome back again. And our special guest for this week, because uh, every week we have a, a, a our fourth chair reserved for our privileged VIP. It's JB Bell. Everybody, welcome to this game. And, and JB, you chatted with me uh, in advance as we I, I'm trying to pick out these games as we go. And uh, Electric Bastion Land is your fault. You were the one who put this on my radar. And I had a look at it and go like, oh. Oh, this game is good. And, uh, and then I convinced Danny to take the risk on this game to put it on the show so so uh if anyone wants anything to blame it's my fault of course i'm i'm the conductor but it's also jb he bought the tickets so there we are welcome to the table once again on this tuesday table top tuesday Woo! everybody okay party time electric bastion land the bastion uh first appeared in a game called into the odd and if anyone's heard of that game, uh, gr great, congratulations. This is a little different. It is set after electricity has been introduced into this wonderful, weird city of Bastion. Bastion sprawls in every direction. Think of it as like early 20th century technology, like the, the beginning of the invention of electricity, but also with like lots of art deco and Victorian architecture and weird interactions with nature. Bastion also lives under the living stars. There are aliens that walk into this world and interact with this world. Sorry, there are living what? machines. Aliens? We're dealing with aliens are, today. We're dealing with strange aliens that walk around like tourists, curious to feed on the food in our food stalls and have glowing orb heads. And you can't yeah. really tell where their where their engines and their organics begin and end. We just spent an hour prepping That's this high. game. This is you the, didn't know about the aliens? This is the first mention of aliens. <laughs> oh, we're getting good. We're going to go into this. Oh, There's also living machines that uh, operate in the underground, and the underground is like a twisted place of testing and experiments. They make creations, but they don't worry about them. They move on. And then out in the deep country, it's described that the further out the country you go, the more back in time you go into, into the time lost before the electricity changed the city around. Bastion is different every single time you play it. If you've seen anyone else play Electric Bastion Land, well, too bad. This is going to be different for us as well. Okay. It's intentionally left vague, and we discover it as we play. Just before we came onto the stream... I had everyone roll up their stats because that's the boring stuff. But those stats work to go on this uh, this little trap. It's, it's an OSR game, so it's full of tables. The whole book is just tables, tables, tables. And there's a table here that we combine our stats to find out what failed career they have. The good news is you have a, a failed career that's going to help you out. The bad news is, as you see there on the screen, we owe 10,000 uh, pounds in debt to somebody. And we're also going to 
we're going to find out who who we are indebted to. Yeah. Your only hope is to find something of value and sell it to pay off your debt. And the good news is we're going to get a tip off into a place in Bastion where such treasure might be found. Mm. And that's what you're going for. And so let us first meet who we're playing as and our failed careers. And of course, now that I'm seeing people up there in the chat, I want to say hi there to, uh, we got a, 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 oh no, those are, those are bots. We got Mag. We got Mag the Hag. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. She, hi, everyone. She's sitting right yeah. below you. Hi. <laughs> oh, we're doing it. it. This is Play awesome. Right. No, I've never, being in a podcast, you're not in front of a live audience. So you just kind of take that for granted. So this is kind of fun for me to, to, to see that interaction. So by all means, uh, take advantage of the fact that I'm not pre-recorded right now. By all means, it'll just trip me up every single time. Okay. Alex, we already described who you were right before we went. You are playing as, well, you, you rolled your stats uh, and what you do is you take your highest stat and your lowest stat, you can take it onto this table and then it tells you a number between one and a hundred. That's how many failed careers there are. And the number you got told us that you, your failed career, you were a fashionista. And uh, what number was that fashionista? I wanted to uh, bring that up because it had, had some great, um, uh, it was a 70, right? Uh, yeah, there it is. So. Yeah, fashionista. There are none more tragic than those that lack the modern look. You are deprived, which means you can't regenerate any of your stats if you're hurt from resting, if you dress without making a statement. So you must always describe to me what statement you are making in order to be able to rest or else you suffer from deprivation everyone else is more like if you actually run out of food for you fashion is life it is your food it is your All sustenance my are cut on the bias <laughs> oh my. and you uh with your starting amount of money of a whole single one pound note you are uh, equipped with a paired hook swords and uh, I've written down the the, the the stats that are that are involved in that. They're on your uh, on your character sheet, but uh, they can be used individually or they can be wielded as a pair if you really want to turn them into basically scissors. I think they are just like hook scissors. He's a seamstress. They're just a giant pair <laughs> of fabric giant. scissors that separated yeah. to knives when need be. If he's a you got failed. It fashionista does that mean like he doesn't actually dress to make a statement like he's <laughs> you know like it just it's tinfoil and he I'm sees a thing in his head even in the world you're so last year gg visage oh man uh, yeah and okay. so, uh, Gigi, our fashionista, the last step there is with uh, your whole amount of five health points because, yeah, yeah it's that kind of game that we're playing. Your five health That's a points. Good yeah, that was a, that was a very good roll. The highest <laughs> health you can get is six, by the way. What's the catch? So you get, uh, along with your failed career, this is how you also get your starting equipment. Your starting equipment, all you have is your last good outfit, and your last good outfit glows in the dark. And that's that's you. That, that that's our treasure hunter, everyone. That's you're joining us here. I, I hope you I hope you can help us out. So uh, Gigi Visage, our fashionista, uh, is our first member of our party. Now, Danny, uh, you're yeah. just to the left there, so I'm going to keep you because your screen is right right beside me. Sure, sure. Your stats combine to give me the number sixty, which means that you are a failed, your failed career. What? You are a pie smuggler. I'm sorry. What? Hi. Recent studies claim 68% of smuggled goods have been pastry encased. Business was good, but word has spread too far. 
So the pie Sam, game. So <laughs> you get a pie tin and a pie. So make sure to write that down in your backpack. Okay. Wait, you have a pie tin and a pie. They do not, I guess, have to be the same item. Okay, so the pie uh, is not a, necessarily... There is definitely a, there's definitely a comma between those two. So you get you get that. You, uh, you rolled two pounds, so you're a little bit more rich than our failed fashionista. Yeah. For having that, good. you... What's in your pie? That's the question that's asked here. For you, a tiny stiletto <laughs> that deals D6 damage. Like a stiletto, like a like a like, like a pointy a, knife. Oh, yeah, okay, not knife. like not like a a single high heel. Like no, no, this a, is stiletto, like... <laughs> a stiletto, a stiletto knife. It's like a dagger, but it doesn't yeah. have a serrated edge. It's just yeah. a pointy bit. Okay, it's right? like a shiv. You I got a, a tiny pie. You got a I tiny was... stiletto in your pie and an onion. You also have an onion. A high heel instead of a knife. It's yeah. the back end of Gigi Visage's yeah, latest. Uh, I was wondering where uh, to go. Okay. Okay. I'm, so you have a I'm you have it. a tiny stellar. It deals d6 damage, and you also have an onion in your pie. Your last bonus for smuggling. Yeah. Uh, you start with six health points. You rolled maximum. I did. Which means that your last bonus for smuggling was a fortune. Now lost gambling. So you have a set of dice on you. That's and that's 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 it. That's okay. all you get. The, the way this is done is a soft balancing. So the higher your health points, the less impressive the thing you're gonna have. The lower your health points, the more interesting it gets. Right. So that's that's how they balance out these high and low numbers. I have uh, so one question. I have one answer. As a pie smuggler, does that mean that I I smuggled pies into places yeah. where they didn't allow baked goods or I put 68% things... of all smuggled goods in Bastion have been pastry encased. Okay, so no, I'm smuggling. You're like, you're like, you're like a Han Solo smuggling yeah. goods yeah. and illicit materials all around the, the city. The pie itself is not the contraband that I'm smuggling. It's yeah. whatever I've got in the pie. No, it's the tiny pistols and the and I, the and, 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 and the deeds Aww. to the land and okay. uh, inheritance money okay. and well, yeah, what exactly. What if he's like giving pie to all like the poor children who can't afford pie? He's smuggling <laughs> them pie. Well, I'm also what shall we call your pie smuggler? Some sample pie. names you include. Gotta check what's in there. <laughs> Some sample names for pie smuggler are short crumb, flake, socre. Flake. You, you get how flake. It's, it's It's 100% flake. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm flake. <laughs> okay, now JB, we're gonna go to you next because I already know that um, uh, Maggie, being our youngest player tonight, you are the one whose failed career we are indebted to. So they're the one that we have to pay back. So JB, you and your stats came up with 43. You are or were a practicing chemist a truly modern profession and you're almost qualified to do it <laughs> but he's a failed practicing chemist yes so sample and I'm names still alive so that's good <laughs> sample names here are zastra smix sunjin so like have fun with that um your uh health points here were five. Oh no! First, I want to do your your how much you're starting money. Uh, so uh, at the top here, you get uh, as a as a a, a a practicing chemist, one long knife with d6 damage, and a big flask, and a test tube. Hmm. So that long, those long actually knife. sound useful. Yeah, long knife, yeah. big flask. And yeah, and make tube. sure you write down the damage next to long knife because uh, that that'll be important when you yeah. um, defend yourself. Uh, just put it in parentheses or something just beside the detail. Sorry, what was that and number again? 
D6. D6 damage. So what's in the big flask is the first question. That big flask that you have on you. Uh, you started with five pounds. So in your big flask is sonic oil. It emits a loud squeal when trodden on, enough to spread over the floor of a normal-sized room. And I'm just going to save you the time. I'm going to copy and paste that into your character sheet for you because it's a little bit of a mouthful. Uh, description. Um, sonic oil. Oh. Sonic oil. It emits a... Uh, oh, no, the, the spreadsheet did not like it when I did that. <laughs> a loud squeal when trodden on. Huh. Get the name uh, enough the to spread <laughs> over the floor of a normal-sized room. Um, I am going to change the name of my character. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm not going to be Flake. My character's name is Cream Filling. Cream. <laughs> Excellent, okay. I've killed our guest. <laughs> you prefer Mr. Filling or, or just Cream? <laughs> if I'm smuggling something for you, Mr. Filling. Oh, of course. But it looks like we're friends. You can call me Cream. <laughs> people, people have been, people have been <laughs> creamed in the past by you, haven't they? It's how it goes. They've turned you into a verb. Um, okay, so uh, in your big flax was a sonic boom. It makes a loud squeal when you step on it. File. What's in the test tube? Because you had a big flask and a test tube. Oh, yes. With your five health points inside the test tube is a truth serum. Only a single dose. For the next minute, the subject cannot knowingly lie, but is under no obligation to speak the truth. Wow. Ah. Why do you so, get the coolest stuff? It's zone of chemist, truth, man. Chemistry is cool. Chemist. Chemist. Okay. All right. Random I got that amount STEM that. major if you want the good stuff. Did yeah. you get the name, by the way? I, 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 inspired by the list, I've chosen Schmutz, which I feel works schmutz. well with cream. Schmutz. <laughs> Excellent. Cream and filling and schmutz. <laughs> Final. Very goopy sort of thing yeah, we've got uh, going here. Be one hell of a legal thing. I'm going to pair well filling. with the... Uh... Yeah. Oh, the fashionista's is like, how did I get here? All right. I just Finally. had to think of the name that, Matt, that uh, Maggie put in. <laughs> Adam F. Dealer. Oh, my lord. <laughs> yeah, do you like that name? <laughs> uh, Jesse. <laughs> what are we dealing with with this one? Breaking so, Bad. We got a cook. A pie smuggler and a should be said it. <laughs> oh, no. Jesse would totally be a pie smuggler. <laughs> Maggie, your stats gave you the number 54. You, uh, you, uh, your failed career, oh. a roof crawler. There's a lot of important work. <laughs> there is a lot of important work that goes on top of the roofs of Bastion. Yours is the more shadowy sort. A roof crawler. Okay. A roof crawler. <laughs> and you get uh, padded shoes. That's okay. what you have. You, you get padded shoes. What a failed and... roof crawler. Does that mean yeah. she fell? Well, let's Not find out. <laughs> well, what did you get up to on the roof is question number one. And you were a chimney smoker. What? Take a skewer that deals D6 damage and a smoked pigeon. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. So what do we think? Chimney smoker? Yeah, so you were you were you were um you were you were cooking you were cooking your food on other people's chimneys. You're moving around oh, from like rooftop to rooftop them. and you know, Oh delicious. Yeah, that's what you got up to. I mean okay. one of these other things like like it could be. It could have been murder. It could have been a gargoyle poacher. It could have been a gutter unclogger. No, we got oh, chimney I, smoker. I murdered uh, that pigeon. 
<laughs> so you 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 get a uh, you get a skewer though that deals d6 damage. That's your weapon. A skewer. A skewer. Okay. Uh, and a poker. smoked pigeon. Yeah. You said. And right? a smoked pigeon. Excellent. So that that's good to have. And why did you shun the streets? Why the rooftops? Uh, roof crawler. Your um, your HP. Uh, you are hiding from an arranged marriage. Oh God. <laughs> as long why as they don't look up, you're fine. You don't. No one looks up. No one looks up. You That's can do I'm anything up, up on no the roof. No one finds me. The minute you said that foot on the ground, to pay off just alimony. Oh. <laughs> oh I'm not made for. I'm not made for that ground world. Yeah. Okay. Well, we might have to meet your uh, your shunned spouse. They didn't approve of my lifestyle. Betrothed oh, somewhere in, in in this in this event. Maybe they'll be our rival. We'll find out. Um, okay. So. We have in front of us a roof crawler, a fashionista, a pie smuggler, and a practicing chemist. Now, something's gone terribly wrong. You are no longer those careers, and you have, between the four of you, 10,000 pounds in debt that you have to pay off. And who do we owe this debt to? Lastly, it's Maggie, our youngest player. If you are the youngest player, the whole group is 10,000 pounds in debt to old-time Bastonian printworks. Sorry, what? What? (laughs) That's who has our debts. You have a voucher for 1,000 units of anything that you want printed. I'm sorry, go one more time, what? <laughs> the old-time Bastonian print works. Okay, okay I gotta, do I have to write, I have to, I gotta write this down somewhere? That's what we uh, and uh, put it under description or, or, or something down in there, yeah. You definitely fell for that, Old-time The print works, you're in debt to the print works. Yeah, print big old works. print works. Okay, but, like... You know, you also have a voucher, though, for a thousand units of anything you want printed. So if you just need to go on a flyer campaign, if you've got a, like, a cool show that you want to promote or something going on soon, like, yeah, you can, you've got that, you got that you can use. We could have used that during got, masks. Is that voucher yeah. fungible? Like, can we have is it? Is that how I got my debt? Is I I got this voucher? <laughs> um, well, why don't you, let's work this out between the four of you. Yeah. you, you you're all, the thing is, the four of you are all indebted to old-time Bastonian right. print works. Okay. So between, uh, between a pie smuggler and a fashionista and the roof crawler and, and our practicing chemist, all four of you have found yourselves in crippling amounts of debt to the same person or the same organization. I can tell you that it was five grand in debt until I, the gambler, said double or nothing and lost uh-huh. <laughs> you, you you could have been out you could have been done yeah but, well yeah. you know just i couldn't reach and now you have that paradise couldn't reach red on the the roulette thing so i went with black because if it worked we would have been fine you know we're in this together is this ten thousand dollars each or collectively uh, collectively between the whole party. Okay, twenty five hundred oh, okay. each. That's not ten thousand. You just need a good score, and you can all be clear. So I'm just gonna write down print works here. Um, now you get called in because this 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 does actually weirdly work for us. Okay, so the print works would have been involved, and as a pie smuggler. So here's the deal with Gildan Gardens, and you're gonna find out here from our friend, um, uh, Cornelius Fosco. He's the one who runs the print works. 
and he meets you in his usual office. Uh, it's not an office in the print works. He doesn't want to be anywhere near that smell of oil and paper. Thank you. He likes to be up and above the streets. Hey, the roof crawler, you might be actually really comfortable with this. Up in the cable cars uh, that move around uh, Bastion. And uh, you meet him at the assigned station. The door opens up. There is a, a, a tall... Um, brawny bodyguard who steps in the way and she gets out of the way as you walk in to this cable car that's been all dressed up in like a big velvet couch and a big you know oak desk and there's uh there's a uh, electric lights that have been sitting around and, and there's you know very uncomfortable stern wooden chairs for you to each take a seat in front of cornelius i'm just like and permanently covered in ash and dust so like i'm just like tracking it everywhere yes, yes. and he's <laughs> like, going through his ledgers and he's seeing and of course you have the vouchers and all this debt that you owe and mm. so of course he's going to put you to work it's it's it, 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 it's very important that we get this nasty business put aside yes very very important have you been to gilden gardens before one of the upper crust boroughs of bastion you probably haven't none of you could probably afford it certainly upper not crust now. i've made that joke once or twice it's a ah, pie smuggling joke. There it is. Yes, yes. I, I was never one for humor and jokes <laughs> and understandings. Cut to the chase, Corny. Such, so base, base <laughs> human desire of humor and laughter. Need some acid to balance that out. Can't stand it when the print works are spent on puns. So the. I feel really strongly about this. You have no idea. You have no idea. Skittles? Is that your name? Yeah, I'm Skittles, because, like, you know, I like to skittle around on the rooftops. <laughs> wow. I like to do it on all fours, actually. What? It's you fun. didn't stick with not a meth dealer? <laughs> it didn't make <laughs> as crazy. much sense. It doesn't make any uh... sense anymore. He's got, like, <laughs> walnuts that he has in his hands, Skittles and just as Skittle starts talking, just starts crushing the walnuts in his hands out of just, like, <laughs> frustration that he has to deal with anyone today. Yes. I feel that. Gildan oh, Gardens. Upper crust place. Could never have afforded to go there. It's been through a bit of an upheaval recently. See, the Baker's Union teamed up with the Masons, who then teamed up with the Gardeners, and then teamed up with all the other help in the city, and they decided that they were going to have a bit of a regime change in their borough. They ousted the old council, chased the aristocrats from their homes, repurposed oh, no. them into their own utopian socialist empire now oh, Gildan Gardens has fallen into nothing but anarchy that's great so, you say the Baker's Union wonderful place for awesome. you to take advantage of that chaos yes I've got friends in the Baker's Union I'm sure you do um flake was it no cream uh Mr. Filling to you Mr. <laughs> Filling yes <clears throat> all right, Cream. You actually are the reason why I've decided to send you all to Gildan Gardens because your connections to the bakers, certainly you've worked with them in the past. They've turned the old market and their Main Street Baker's Row into some sort of malicious stronghold now. They're not just baking pies. They're making ammunitions and growing a small army, and they plan to take their revolution beyond the bounds of their burrows, but you're not to get involved in any of that. That's all bad for business. You see, there's something fishy happening in Gildan Gardens, a, a word that I heard on a bird on a wire. The councils couldn't decide what to do with all the riches left behind and all the palaces that had been abandoned when the aristocrats abandoned Gildan Gardens and fled up to some camp that they're calling the Wilt now. 
They all had a debate and meetings about what to do with with the paintings and the and the antiques and the and the the valuables that were left behind and and then when they finally set out the permits and gave the legal uh, uh, rights to the looters to begin moving into the rooms uh, they found that the buildings were all empty someone had beaten them to the punch the entire borough had been cleaned out huh. but it wasn't cleaned out by looters mind you these weren't opportunists that had moved in you see something is happening in the center of gilden gardens Something is taking these valuables and these metals and these other sundries and moving them into a place that are now locals, I believe, are calling the Heapway. If there's treasure to be found, something that you can pay off this debt so we never have to interact with each other again, it's going to be found in there. Well, move that kind of payload would take one hell of a pie. Oh, my, my private cable car is going to leave you Ugh. here at... Baker's stronghold. There you can find the locals. You can do your investigations if you need to. You can explore however you go. And I really just don't want to be anywhere near here. So I'm going to leave you now. And you aren't going to see me again until you have something to pay off this debt. Or I swear to you, I will tell all of Bastion with all the things that I know about the things that you have done. And no one will ever work with you again. I'd rather you didn't. So, yeah. No one really works with me already. <laughs> I live on the roof. Just skip the pleasantries and get straight yes. to the money. But wouldn't it be such a shame, Skittles, if your betrothed were to learn where you were and where I had dropped you off? I believe there's wedding bells still singing off on the horizon. We don't have to alert them to your location or to your new identity if we just get this business over with. Yes. Moving on, as it were. I'm only here because I fell for a self-publishing scam, so that's really true. Yeah. Understood. (laughs) You you send me your manuscripts when you finally have some money to pay for the ink, yes. Okay. So the the cable car at this point has moved its way, and it's it's lowered itself down to street level, and you can hear the sounds of tram cars and and bustling crowds, and the doors open up to uh, an area of Gildan Gardens called uh, Baker's Stronghold. And this, there's the map on on the screen. The uh, Electric Bastion has uh, interesting rules on to create a map that you play your game in, and uh, and so this map was was created custom for us. So I gave everything a little bit of location, a little bit of a flair. And what this has happened here is if this street was uh, like a market for food and and uh, uh, merchants and it would been very, uh, if you've been to Toronto, like the St. Laurent market, it would have looked very much kind of like that or like old Montreal area of uh, uh, like market. But but that, <laughs> that's not what it is anymore. Uh, there's sandbags everywhere buildings have collapsed you hear um uh uh, uh, sounds like a training or march happening uh with with soldiers down another hall and there's still definitely the smell of baked goods in the air but also the smell of gunpowder and uh uh and uh yeah change as it were Mm -hmm. and uh baker's stronghold has now turned into the like a, a, a headquarters for the union that has very recently also become a bit of a revolutionary army that has chased out the rich from this neighborhood and and taken it and commandeered it as their own. And from there you see um, 
there's the market, as I mentioned. There's uh, children playing around. This is also a busy part of Bastion. There's there there always have been people who lived on the streets. And uh, as you step out of the cable car, there's even looks like small little uh, like um, symbol toy monkeys that are playing in a row, and they're all coming out of an alleyway off to the side. And uh, you hear. Um, uh, a, a merchant uh, hawking wares, uh, uh, offering sales. You see a, a, a big flag uh, for the Baker's Union hanging over uh, a central building uh, here on the street mm. that looks to be where, uh, where all the business is being conducted. Uh, but you also hear um, a, uh, uh, not a town crier, but like someone's on like a, a, a an apple cart uh, uh, giving speeches to the crowd, uh, pontificating about some... The crowd is not having it. You can hear booing. You can even see some fruit being thrown at them. And they're dressed very um, richly. Uh, they're young. They look to be maybe a, a student from a nearby university uh, calling out against the revolution and, and, and calling for a restore to order and a restore to this this, this looting and this madness, the, the, the stolen property to be returned to their rightful owners and uh, and, and that continuing. and. Uh, and further down, you see a, a group of um, uh, masons. They're demolishing a building, breaking it down, and carting off the uh, the stone and uh, the marble and the, the the wood from these great big palace houses to be repurposed somewhere else, to be rebuilt somewhere else. Huh. Well, we like to make an entrance in this. It's filthy. <laughs> I'm feeling a little uncomfortable on the ground. Is there like a nearby roof I can get on? Because I'm crawling around on. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, there would be a nearby roof if you um, you see uh, crawling. I mean, there's children that are climbing on everything, and you see uh, uh, wooden stalls, uh, ladders, poles, clotheslines that would then lead up to a balcony and a terrace that would then lead up to a roof. Um, I mean, you're you're no stranger to climbing if you want to get up onto the roof and get a higher view. Yeah, the fashionista I, 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 looks I, like you're striking a pose and trying to walk the runway down Main Street. Yes, uh, I am finding myself agreeing. The farther away from the ground, the better in this instance. Yeah, you always have to make a statement, Fashionista, uh, or else you'll be deprived. So what's the statement that you want to be making today? I think that I'm walking out in this sort of, um, uh, you know, this sort of Victorian area. I'm I'm picturing almost like Birmingham in Peaky Blinders, the way it's presented, the way that you've described it. In the middle of that walks out... um, a woman wearing a, um, a a full like giant uh, but form-fitting sweater that is entirely a rainbow, uh, extremely bright colors, bright uh, neo colors that are in there, um, red flare pants uh, that lead to um, a shoe that looks like somehow a cross between Doc Martens and uh, Converse, but then also has high heels. And then an extremely long cigarette that's just perpetually uh, being pulled up comically to... Comically long. Uh, comically yeah. long. Yeah. Um, yeah. That second only to the comically large sunglasses that uh, cover um, that sort of face that you see models do, where it's like, it's not about me, it's the clothing, the sort of blank stare. Yes, of course. You are yeah, Moira you from Schitt's Creek, <laughs> is what I'm hearing here. <laughs> oh, she doesn't dare hold a candle. Uh. Right. So and Ed Cream and Schmoltz, uh, 
what are the two of you doing as uh it looks like uh it looks like uh skittles is is immediately heading up to uh to the roof uh oh, and so uh and Gigi is just you know in their own world as usual Gigi's following but then i see a box and i'm like oh climbing uh, just try it. It's fun. I was asking Schmaltz about uh, what his publishing endeavors were. Cause Schmutz. Schmutz. <laughs> Schmutz. Schmaltz. <laughs> Codenames are important. Uh, it's an old smuggling trick that we use. Sorry, I, I, I thought there was an L there. Um, about his publishing endeavors because, you know, in something of a, an autobiographical experiment that I've been jotting. It's really just notes and musings mainly, but, you know, a deal. It's, it's something to talk about later. Um, well, if up is the way to go, then uh, I think up works. If we can't see anything from up there, the Baker's Union has a uh, a third-story window that I, I use to enter every so often when I go to to meet with my contacts there. I um, Am I allowed to be in possession? Yeah, the, la- the last time you were here, like, none of this was what this was. Like, like the, the, the uprising hadn't happened. There was grumblings about how poor the conditions were yeah. working underneath. And, and it looks like the union uh, finally decided enough was enough. And they've, uh, they've, they've moved to move this borough in a more modern direction. Yeah, but the Baker's Union building has always been here. Just, you know, mm-hmm. everything around it was a little odd. So I, I think it's I still... a lot more banners around it then now yes would it would it uh behoove my character to have a uh a forged membership card into the baker's union <laughs> um were you kicked out roll for me a d6 sure um because I, I mean i just figure you know what with being a pie smuggler and all uh a two of the gig you have to a two, have oh, to a two. okay that's not great you yeah. did long ago but there's no guarantee that it's up to date. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's sort of like showing up to the Empire with the old command codes. Gotcha. So you, you've got this, but you were here a long time ago, and you don't recognize any faces. You don't see the usual folks around, so you're not sure if what you have will work here. Well, I'll trust the roof crawler then yeah. to navigate up top. Follow me! <laughs> From the roofs, you can also see the other defining feature of Baker's stronghold, along with the tramway that I described, is also a canal that runs perpendicular through this section of the borough. And the canal in this area is known as the Swanway for all the uh, the boats. I mean, they're they're big enough to carry cargo and people and like public transit and freight, but they're all because of the richness of this area, crafted in like metallic swan figureheads and birds and big wings and they just mm. mo- lazily move down through the canal onto the other ways just as you get up onto the rooftop then the uh, the student that's giving the protest over Obaya Bridge um, some like young street urchin comes in and uh, Tr- uh, pulls the apple cart from underneath them and they lose their balance, flip over the back and fall into the water, into the muck and it's sludgy and it's all... Oh, right. gonna uh, throw some food at him. Oh. And then, yeah, they- and everyone's laughing and pointing at him at this, uh, this, this, uh, this, this, you know, silver spoon. And we we have a good view of all that? From the, up on the roof, you're, you're just kind of looking down on as the bustle continues. As what you... 
What was he protesting? He was protesting the uh, the union's movement of uh, uh, mm. taking the the palaces and storming the places and, and shifting the power and chasing the aristocrats out of Gildan Gardens. Oh, and, I'd boo uh, this person too. There's like a kind of a <laughs> yeah. French Revolution thing happening in here uh, yeah. uh, in this borough, um, on uh, yeah. not on a bastion wide, but on just on a borough wide. Like the, the council's changed hands. I start throwing and, things uh, at him from the roof. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Boo! Get out of here. <laughs> and he's just he's splashing and he's coughing up water and he's trying to reach just as one of the canal swans comes by and he grabs onto the front he just kind of holds onto it for dear life as it just drifts him away down the river yeah, down the run. lazy river <laughs> uh-huh. uh, pro monarchy never looked good on anyone yeah. i would advise you all rather gauche yeah, yes, cr- like... uh, yes cream filling <laughs> Maybe we don't want to draw attention to ourselves. We're here to keep a low profile. Darling, I always draw attention to myself, and it would be criminal not to. To be fair, everyone else was doing it too, so that was kind of blending in. Hmm. Uh, some of the toy monkeys with the symbols have yeah. followed you up onto the roof. Uh, a little Ew. train, and they're just like, you know, keeping, they're just keeping like a little follow behind you. Little strange. They're called mockeries in Bastion. They're these little creations that are um, artificial, um, built by unknown hands, and uh, they they wander the streets. and Children love them, animals hate them, and I don't like. And they sometimes they just here. start are following they, and moving you around like a fan club. Are they like dangerous? Have they been known to like be aggressive by any means? Well, they're just clapping away with their symbols. Tink, 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 tink. And these are toy, these them. are like toy monkeys. Do we know what they seem to be? Like? Um, dozens of them. They all coming out of an alleyway that you cro- that you climbed up above. Yeah. And if you follow it back into there, but uh, uh, maybe a, a trail of breadcrumbs that you feel more nervous about following. The balcony to the pie, uh, uh, to the pie to the baker's union yeah. is uh, is just is just over there. Uh, yeah. It it seems to be open. The the windows. It's a, it's a warm day, and. Um, I just, I just want to ask something. Like, an easy way to get rid of debt is almost, I feel like, to join up with these like unions and like, you know, crush, crush the, ca- crush the capitalist regime. Sure. I mean, you can't see what uh, Cornelius has to feel about that. Cornelius wants, wants something to pay off the debt. But you're right. If you, if you, you could throw your, your lot in with them and uh, see how the dice fall. That worked really well for, for cream filling before. <laughs> it has worked very well for cream filling about 48% of the time. Yeah. Better than I that's, thought. That's almost, that's almost all the time. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm due yeah. to come out on top is the way I see it. Just less than half uh, of all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's Vegas odds. <laughs> you can win money in Vegas. Uh, There's no one in the balcony. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, is there someone you want to meet in particular, uh, Cream, in the union that, that, that you would remember, that you would like to search for? We don't have to play out um, the, all the minutiae. We can just skip through uh, to, to, to find who you want to talk to. What? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I did have a contact in there. Yeah. Um, his name was, I just knew him as Rolling Pin. Rolling Pin, <laughs> I'm yes. sure it was a code name. Um, but I, I don't know. Since the uprising, I don't know if Rolling Pin can be trusted. So I don't know if it's better to go in there and sneak around and see if, uh, like, if he's been 
He was already pretty high up, but if he got promoted yeah. to some position, yeah, they were they, like a, an actual baker, but a baker who employed the use of a pie smuggler uh, to to send messages. I mean, you may have been um, the one who actually smuggled in the literal smoking gun that set this whole thing off, for all you know. So I don't ask questions about what's in the pies. No, you don't. I just get them in. Yeah, you just send the pies. Yeah, yeah. It's like and we're supposed to get treasure from this baker's place. Is that we got to get it from somewhere? Was? Well, the treasure's off. Uh, there was a tip-off right? that an area just south of the stronghold called now just like the heap or the heapway has become like a big scrap junkyard pile. Uh, okay. Lots of valuables were stolen or secreted out uh, before the revolutionaries could um, acquire them from the fleeing aristocrats. Uh, so there's a mystery in town about what happened to to those valuables uh, and uh, they, they seem to be all being carried into um, uh, a central area that's become like a giant scrap yard. There's other folks in this borough who are also heading to that same place. Uh, maybe you, uh, if you see on a street, uh, there's a group of, they look like they're wearing a copper plate armor. They've got, um, uh, 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 looks like it would be like a uh, a, a landmine detector, but it seems more electrified and much more magnetic. And uh, and and they're all prepping their suits and getting ready to to head out on their own expedition. Uh, and maybe they've they've charted a, a canal barge to take them down to the heapway. Um, but so here's there's what also... I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is, we try and get in here and talk to Rolling Pin. We don't know if we can trust him, yeah. so we got to be sneaky. So between the roof crawler and the fashionista, maybe somebody can either get into his office or cause a distraction, make that easier. If he's friendly, we talk. If he's not, we get creative. And worst case scenario, the chemist has the truth serum. And these guys know something. You have a possibly outdated union card that you can show (laughs) if anyone asks about that. yeah, so you come into the door, uh, you come to the balcony entrance to the union rather than the front doors. And uh, up here, it looks like it would have been an old storeroom for flour and ingredients that would have been used in the kitchens below. A lot of this building is a lot of brickwork uh, to, to hold on to the heat of the furnaces that would have all been used to help make the pies and make the uh, the bread and all the other stuff that you would go mm. out to a bakering uh, factory. And um, uh, from that room, you can hear, uh, yeah, hustle and bustle, workers and, um, I guess now newly minted militia uh, moving around. Uh, you you can hear, um, yeah, the sound of, of furnaces and working the, you know, the, the industry at work uh, uh, happening uh, uh, on the other side of the storeroom, um, and uh, no one, no one's guarding this door. No one's guarding the room, and. Uh, you believe uh, what rolling pins roll uh, <laughs> would have uh, probably been down in the kitchens, down on the uh, either on the on the ground floor, uh, where they would uh, be preparing uh, preparing the bread mm. to be made. And you know, this is the kind of place where if you act like you belong, people might not necessarily you know look two ways at you. Obviously, a baker you could use a chemist. Well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Mixing I belong wherever I go, darling. Let's just can I try and get in for the walk chimney? right in. Go just you can certainly try to get in through the chimney. Uh, this chimney's 
uh, uh, there's lots of black hot smoke coming out of this. I'm like, used to it. It's baby. fine. Yeah. This isn't no, like this isn't just like a fireplace. This is like an old factory chimney. Like our, a smoke nah. taking the front door. Thank you very nah. much. Justin, nah, you I'm said you what said that if yeah, we one look like time. Yeah. if we look like we belong, we'll fit right in. So mm -hmm. I'm turning to our fashionista. Um, you're gonna have to do something about this and maybe in the storeroom there's a i hold up a hand i'm like i'm gonna no, no, no. You i'm gonna hold a luck roll you. here i'm gonna hold you a luck roll here to maybe help out the fashionista with this disguise idea um okay so good news and bad news there are clothes in this storeroom but not okay. enough to form an entire uniform for one person right there's just a, there's 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 one uniform in the room, and if roof crawl is going through the uh, the chimney, then three of you need disguises. So it's be up to the fashionista to improvise from that <laughs> uh, something to blend in. I was I was just sort of saying, oh, well, I mean, if you wish, here you can take the scavenge. You, darlings, something you have to learn about the world. You can make yourself fit into wherever you happen to be, or you can make the world fit to you. And I'm just going to stroll on in as I am with confidence, like I own the place. Of course. Uh, and people will respect me for it. Um, I'm going to grab the disguise and hand it to the chemist because I'm already dressed like Put a pie a salesman. So yeah. Very well, very well. Fine. Put this hat on. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, and I look like a pie salesman, so I should fit right in. Okay, so first thing you see, Fashionista, roof crawler, you're going into the smokestack. I'm gonna re resolve that in a moment. Fashionista, you kick the door open out onto the catwalk outside of what should be like the kitchens <laughs> of the bakery the, facility. Like the when you you see that it's it this 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 factory has been completely changed around, and instead of baking bread and baking pies, um, it's become like they're they're building they're, there's a forge. They're building weapons. They're they're handing swords. It got bullets coming down a. a a, a, a conveyor belt and they uh this this whole place has turned into a munitions depot and uh and has, it has been repurposed for the cause uh to uh to equip this new this new army uh to defend themselves from incoming retaliation and and it is just like a completely different room than you were expecting to see uh but you do vindicated for not having dressed like a baker for this and there's there's all kinds of um if you recall like a uh Edward Scissorhands, all those like robots that were in uh, in, in in the building that he was built in. They're oh. all they're, they're everything's happening on like a like a, a, a an assembly line here with uh, these uh, uh, humanoid-looking automatons that are all moving and and and, and dis uh, building equipment and taking it apart and moving it through and, and shipping it down the line. And there at the end, you see the the workers putting them into boxes and maybe putting them into pies and putting them into tins and then shipping them out the door. And this whole thing has turned into a huge operation. Huh. I admire the production. It's the wrong uh, export, but the process. Actually, uh, you get to the top of the smokestack, uh, uh, Skittles, and you will give me a dexterity save. Roll right. a d20, roll under 14. Do I have to roll on the chat, or can I roll with physical dice? Hey, the chat is there, I'll so roll we can the see chat. what the numbers yeah, are. Yeah, people yeah. want to see the good point. Good point. <laughs> I just I mean, want to roll. Not that we don't trust day. you. Not as far then as I can, I can see spin. the number as well. That's good, okay. right? Under a 14? That's great. Ooh. So, um, it's smoky. There's definitely fire yeah. at the bottom, 
but um, <laughs> you, you'll be dirty on the other side. But uh, just before, uh, I guess you're just wall climbing down yeah. the inside of the. Uh, oh yeah, I have a system. The smokestack, but but your body um, is also plugging up the chimney as well. So uh, for the for the three of you, the factory just begins to fill with smoke. It just starts to <laughs> hum in Wait, that's... as all the smoke that would be going up out the smokestack is now just coming back down yeah. into the room. Everything is just starting to get foggy and people are starting to cough and you start hearing a commotion happening downstairs of uh, you, know, you know what's going on? Uh, is there a fire happening? Um, there's quite an alarm happening now in, 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 the, in the building as uh, you start... Uh, Start hearing the panic beginning to spread to the room uh, below am I, you. Am I am I out of the chimney or am I still coming uh, down? It's gonna take you. A, a, I mean, that's slow goings as you're you know wiggling yeah. you're down through the chimney. Uh, and uh, yeah, you'll 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 arrive at the bottom. Um, uh, how are you avoiding the fire at the bottom of the chimney? The furnace that I told you was there. Oh, good. What, well, what, yeah. Well, is, I do have I do have padded shoes. You do have padded shoes. That's true. <laughs> Um, so smoke was coming up this whole time. You're gonna have to roll, like, you're gonna have to roll a d6 to see how lucky you are here, because there's just a bit of we don't know what's at the bottom of that chimney. And if yeah, you roll, if you roll a one, it's open flame. If you roll a two <laughs> to a four, um, it's gonna be, or two to a three, it's gonna be um, dangerous for you. And okay. uh, four plus, then maybe there's like a safety grate or 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 a, or okay. a part of the okay. the, the okay. chimney you can get up before then. What's the worst that could happen? You die and you make <laughs> you a character right now. Death. I mean, that, that's bad. That's bad. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, nice. a six is good in this Ooh. case. Uh, wow. I said it, so. So the the grate is there. You, uh, it's getting hot and you're 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 sweating as you're starting to heat up badly in this smokestack. But when you get to the bottom, it, you see, the flame isn't like an. Oh, it's more coals that were set up. It it was down what? to its embers. It was it was smoky, but it wasn't like an open fire. And you can get onto the grate and you can you can get out of the furnace. Once you get out, though, it's it's just smoke in in what was the kitchen and it's now a munitions depot. Oh, and, my element. And you 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 can hear bodies moving around, but you can't see anything around you as you start uh, hearing people, you know, trying to open up doors and open up windows and get the smoke out. Wondering, like, are they under attack? They think they might be under attack. I just start, I just get on all four, and I just start skittling around and kind of. <laughs> okay, you're you're, you're on Below all fours. Below the and you're, smoke. You're, you're Below the around. smoke. What is our um, what is our chemist doing? Well, before the whole place turned into a midnight black whatever we want to call this. I, I, I was definitely interested in whatever they were doing wrong because I'm sure they were doing something wrong with the munitions, chemistry, not getting a slag right, or, or you know, just... Of course. I'm a chemist, yeah. and, and, I, bad iron. and I'm also just ill-tempered, so I'm going to notice whatever it is that they're doing wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to have to talk to someone and, and let them know that, well, actually... Not <laughs> <laughs> the supervisor. <laughs> So there would be up on the catwalk, looking down upon the the work floor. There would have been like a manager's office, and it's it's a little hard to see from the smoke. But you can still see the lights from that office, and you the door opens, and a and a heavy voice starts calling down, coughing through like a cloth that they put over their mouth. Of uh, what's going on down there? Uh, uh, you know where you know. Um, maybe they're calling the guards at this point because I mean this is like a potential combat zone that they've been waiting for the attack maybe this is what's going on so you hear like 
you know, uh, uh, send word outside. What's going on? Get the get the smoke out of here. Open the windows and uh, um, <laughs> asking for anyone for any information. And the three of you happen to be the closest ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out <clears throat> and uh, uh, affecting my best not me accent. It's just a slag fire, sir. They didn't get the slag off. It caught fire. It's all right. We're not on attack. Sounds like a union voice to me. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. That was he, uh, delightful. The schlag fire. The schlag fire. <laughs> so, so he's asking. Stopped. So, so, so um, open up the vents. Uh, <laughs> call the uh, call the chimney sweeps. Get this cleared up. Uh, 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 douse the flames. Shut it down. We can't be working in the smoke. We'll we'll get the black lung for sure. And um, and he starts calling out orders. You start hearing um, work whistles going off as as they start to start shutting things down. You hear the machinery and the hum of the room starting to to pack on down. Um, cream filling, that voice of the manager foreman yelling down. That's Rolling Pin. Excellent. He's he's very close to us, right? Yeah, he's close. He's he, he can't see anything, but he he heard uh, he heard uh, a smuts. Uh, uh, calling out, it, it seems it. to take it. It's a bad slag. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, those, uh, it's that it's that it's that imported stuff up the Swanway. The Masons are out for us. They're they're sending us uh, they're they're sending us the the the, the worst of the salvage. Uh huh. Um, using the cover of smoke, I want to try and sneak right up to where Roland right. is. Okay. Um. Dexterity save then. Okay. Sneak that's, up unannounced. That's good. That's my best stat. Yes, it is. Uh, beautiful. Let's see it. Is helping a thing in this game in any way? That's a three. That's good. Oh, oh you're right. I mean, it, it is. You, you can just declare that you're helping it out. Um, we're, we're, we're a little off the map right now uh, where uh, my, my plans were, but I'm going along the bouncing <laughs> ball as we're going, going through this. Uh, this... Uh, this is not Heapway, so you know we we have a dungeon to crawl, but we're crawling through this factory instead. Uh, in terms of how you can help, yes, you can always help. You can just say that you're helping. And um, okay, so you 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 sneak up behind Rolling Pin. To what end? Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to scare him. Yeah. I am just trying no. to be mysterious. I think it's more for okay. theatrics than anything. <laughs> Been a long time, old friend. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. And you hear him, like, grip something with, like, a leather... Cr- uh, uh, like, like you hear, like, gripping leather on, on a hand uh, as, as he grabs something on the side of his belt. And he goes to pull his battle-ready rolling pin from his belt. And swing it around behind him to uh, to knock you off is balance. Is that any way to greet a former colleague? Because this isn't straight up combat. Normally damage would just be dealt. Ooh. And I don't want to just do that to you offhand because that would not be fair. I'm going to... Uh, you just you duck under it. He's not swinging a blow. He sees you. You you, you get out of the way, and and he looks down. You son of a bitch! We're just gonna play like an action '80s movie now with these two uh, old old veterans meeting each bitch. other from the other side. 
Not what you I know, expected. <laughs> I, I didn't expect to ever see your face around here. Not after the last job. Oh, come on. What's a couple thousand pounds? Uh, like, and he starts looking around. Are you here alone? At this point, probably Skittles just, like, yes. up. <laughs> uh, get into my office right now before anyone else sees you. <laughs> Only authorized personnel inside of the headquarters, and if anyone were to see you now, they'd think that you were being sent by one of the other rival councils. Not at all. Just here for information. Uh, he gets you in, and he closes the door, and he locks it, locking everyone else out of the room, because uh, Cream Filling said he was here by himself. And, hey. um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Rolling Pin wants to catch up. He wants to know what you're doing. First thing he does is go over to the desk. Is things are seem to be getting under control down in the factory below. He, you know, grabs a drink out from behind a cabinet. He pops it open, pours it out, and uh, he wants to know um, what's going on, where where you've been, and uh, what what's brought you back here. Uh, you've, you found a hell of a time to return to the gardens. I've been around working other jobs. Some things go well. Some things don't. On a job right now. Just curious. How much do you owe? <laughs> he just cuts right to the chase. First of all, that is an assumption. Uh, about, about, is it? About 10 grand. Look. Oh, it doesn't you matter. stupid idiot. It's, I, I got in with some folks. Uh, we. It was only five grand. And then, you know, if it, it, the dice had fallen just course, a little differently. So... What's the deal? All right, all these valuables disappearing. There's no money left in the gardens. It all vanished. No, not It's all money. gone. We're all now fighting over the scraps of what's left behind. Come it's on. fractured the councils. The unions aren't working together anymore. It's all a front for something. We've, we know what's going on. It's all in the heap way. The question is, how big was the pie that you had to put this stuff in to get it down there? You making pl pies that float, make its way down the canal? How big we talking? What's the level of that filling? And how do we get a slice? Is Justin frozen? Did we lose Justin? Okay. So so as you were going, I was like, oh no. Oh no. So broke the DM. <laughs> I guess that means that the four of us are now telling the entire story. <laughs> we win D&D. &D. Uh, JB, you're the only one that's played this game before. No, I've never played it. I just thought it was cool. Wait, you just knew about it? You're like, this is the game I want to play on the show, but you came in yeah. cold? <laughs> well, then. I remember just what he said. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh, the, a glow in the dark. You, like, as you look out and the like, rolling pin is like, hmm. Considering his answer very carefully, there's a glowing, uh, a glowing rainbow sweater coming through the uh, uh, the fog that is just holding court with all of the workers, giving you all the time in the world to have this very in-depth conversation that requires pondering. Huh? Are you dancing? Are you like showing off? Like, are you in the middle of your own fashion show? Yeah. Just captivating yeah. everybody. Just, like, just captivating the yeah, Come captivating girl. the audience. Let the chimney sweeps that have come in to clean up yeah. this smoky step mess. Five, yeah, they're all yeah, just when this watching whole thing you. Started, I screamed and ran away. Not but not out of fear of the people, but out of fear of yeah. uh, of the outfit getting ruined. The chimney Yikes. sweeps aren't sweeping any chimneys. They're just uh, just doing choreography. 
Tactical difficulties uh, while Justin reconnects by the looks of it. He'll be oh, back no. in a moment. Our mics are hot? All right, cool. We can we just have a beautiful background conversation while it's happening. <laughs> we don't have any elevator to music to cut to. No, but do we just take this time to be like, hey, this this is actually crazy fun. Oh, this is good. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm having a great time. Do we just like, he's gone, so Justin would assume that we're just talking smack about him, but what we do instead is just pump his tires and be like, oh man, this guy so is great. telling a wicked story. Yeah. Like, but we have that same, like, oh shit, dad's home energy. When, uh, <laughs> right? When he comes back. Dad is home. I like his, uh, his, like, boss character that's getting very just uncaring. Yeah. Dang, pulled that right out of his ass-shaped hat. That was well done. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I do like that this game is just like, uh... No, no, that was me. Go back in there. That was totally me. That's, I mean, it's, it's the first it's saying, time like, in a while I've been the thing. youngest person. It feels great. Yeah. It's like Dungeon Master, prep nothing. You know nothing. You don't know your, uh, your main bad guy. You don't know who your players are. Just, uh, I love it. Yeah. Well, he had some prep, but we ruined it immediately, as is tradition. Yeah. That's true. I, I think that's great. No, Dylan <laughs> was commenting. The minute they made, they said like this is like a socialist paradise. I'm like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, no, he made that way too attractive. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he. Revolution like, screwed us. Yeah. Mob. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. Uh, just an update from Justin. He is in the middle of a full restart. We will get him back shortly. In the meantime, everyone, go watch the Sandstorm YouTube's. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of good stuff coming around. So the Sandstorm VODs are on YouTube. Of course, the Unbroken Oath VODs are on YouTube. And, um... New episode tomorrow. New episode of the Unbroken Oath tomorrow. And I, I don't know that we... I don't know when you want to make the announcement, Alex. I don't think we have to do it right this second. But all we're going to say is that there's new stuff coming in July. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave it all suspenseful. and Mysterious. New stuff. Can't see it. New JB stuff. was doing some furious eyebrow wagging there. Mm-hmm. Like all my PDF files, and we, we can hear him. Uh, Justin, are you with us? I'm really cool in this. I just, it's too hot in this room, and I can't cool it down. Uh, <laughs> Who was that? I think that was Justin. Hold on, hold on. Dying in the heat that is Toronto. Please keep all of this in the edited podcast version. Keep it all interesting podcast episode. Yeah, you can you can pump that fader back up. I server muted them for now. Be like, I mean, it's great. I just don't want him to. Yeah. Got to hear a bit of a bit of the crisis that Justin's been. True. We only like to minorly embarrass everyone. Justin getting roasted by what I believe is his partner. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess we have this rare opportunity to get a little meta and actually talk about what our plan of attack is here. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Rolling Pin's going to try and shiv me or not. I think a lot of it hinges on what Rolling Pin's about to tell I mean, us. I feel like we I'm can 100%. use the treasure either way. Like, either we pay off our treasure, get treasure. No. Yeah, I feel like all of these different factions have failed to bring a cart with yeah. them. Huh. <laughs> uh, so having some, having some way of actually yeah. moving the shit back would uh, be good. Maybe that's I'm where a, where the I'm failure. I'm a hundred percent for ditching um, capitalist doo doo head man 
and totally teaming up with the Baker's Union. But they need yeah. money too. So the prize but is they don't, still... But, yeah, but they don't probably need as much money and it's not like we're in debt to the Baker's Union. We can redeem the print flyer, the ah. voucher, oh, for Baker right. propaganda. There we go. That's right. To like, to like slander the... Uh... No, we just, uh, we just like make a, 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 as many um, flyers so that like the place looks like LA except all the billboards are uh, and I'm Baker. back oh we've got him Hello. oh my god Hello. and I am so sorry I didn't realize that when my computer completely restarted and loaded up everything from scratch that it would just log me right back into discord right back into the friggin voicemail <laughs> oh, man. cause I'm having a complete wonderful. panic that I can't do anything nothing's loading oh dude we, uh, we heard you going off about how hot it is in the room that you're it's in it's just I'm sweating in here because we're in the <laughs> middle it's like 30 degrees in Toronto and I have one fan running in here and I am just like trying my best to like pull this game back into it. And you probably heard my private panics about how bad I think I'm doing at this brand new game that I'm just learning on the scratch. I am so embarrassed here. praising you a second ago. Yo, yes. yo, okay, 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 okay. Can we, gonna, okay. we're gonna do what I love to do. We're gonna meta talk right here for a quick second live on this channel because this is the first time that I'm playing Electric Bastion Lands, first time JP's playing it. I really like this world. I really like the writing into it. I really like the weirdness of it. And I do feel like I've done a bit of a disservice in our opening 30 minutes where we're not oh my hair is such a mess now because i'm freaking out uh my um vanity am i right um by the way you just have to make a to promise show, i wanted to show when we showed up to uh, uh baker's stronghold i wanted to show a little bit of the conditions of this borough the politics of what's going on the 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 reality of both the danger and the intrigue and the reason why there's even treasure to be found and that there's also like a race to get this treasure out of heapway before it's used either by the unions or by the the aristocrats or by people who just want to rob this place blind like you do and so there's lots of <laughs> valuables to be found but unfortunately all the valuables have been pulled away by this mysterious force that rolling pin was just about to describe to you before my computer then overheated and I have down. I have two requests for you okay I would love to hear these one requests. cut yourself some slack you're doing an awesome <laughs> job and we're having a blast two your characters are amazing and I want to give them a chance and I and I, and I also want to take you to the actual place that I have prepared oh, we'll which, get there. which wasn't here, right? We'll likewise, there. I am super invested in this political situation going <laughs> yeah. on here and making like I said, sure that I... the Baker's Union thrives. I want to drive. I want to see what's going to happen here. Deck collector. This map I've got, I've got extra notes on my map that isn't on the what? public map. Look at that. So, so all right, Sorry, rolling pin here with with you. Uh rolling pin pulls out a map of the borough. And he starts showing you what is going on in Gildan Gardens. He starts telling you about the history of what happened and how the bakers were the ones who started using the pie smugglers to start sending messages between the news, allowing them to organize against the powerful families that ruled over the Gildan Gardens. And they started using their organization to then form a resistance against them and started taking back the land and the services and turning them into public services, taking the tramway back to being public and taking the hospital back to being public, taking the these buildings and repurposing them into like artscapes and uh, hospitals and schools and uh, community centers and museums and it's just wonderful stuff but now what's happened is someone or something has started just stealing and moving things into this heat wave and they don't think it's human they don't think it's the machines because the machines in the underground aren't interested in what happens up here uh -huh. and yet it cannot be disputed the rumors that are coming out of heatway that something fell in from the sky into the center of Gildan Gardens. And ever since then, things just start 
moving in there, sometimes like on their own. And and people that go to try and get them back come back uh, uh, horribly scarred, uh, shattered minds, uh, broken bodies. People are afraid to go to Heapway now, except heavily armored scrappers and members that they're calling themselves the Scrapyard Agenda, who are all using the power of Heapway to like shift the power of control in Gildan Gardens. And the Masons believe that they should be working more with the machines and turning Bastion into a technological, industrial somethingscape. The Bakers want to see it more of a modernity. They're, they're, they're focused on the humanist approach. They want to see Bastion used by the people for the people. There's also the Swan Council, and those are the, it's the old council that used to be in charge. They're disputed. They, they, they're not running the show anymore, but they still think they're doing. They're still writing out permits, and they're still hiring people and spending that, money that they don't have. Is that who the deck guy is from? Is that like the witch guy? Oh, no, the dead guy, Cornelius, isn't even from this borough. He runs a printing press for all of Bastonian. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and his job is to just drop you here and, and point you in a direction. And among all that are the rumors that keep coming out of Heapway and these scrapyards. And this, the few people that have made their way out alive have come out with, with, with treasure with with money that either they sell back to the families that lost their homes mm -hmm. or to the unions that want to receive more funds and supplies that they can use for their cause but the danger of going into heapway is high enough that it's just it's not for everyone now and those who do make it out they get like a king's ransom and 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 their uh, everything got that said this gold rush can only last for so long, right? Yeah. After enough expeditions, there's just going to be nothing left but scraps. Well, listen here, and Rolling so, Pin. <laughs> arrived at just the right time. We are a ragtag group with nothing to lose. Okay. What you're going to hear are sob stories from the old aristocrats who've all moved up into the world. They're all going to say that we're robbing them of their ancestral belongings and their priceless family heirlooms. But I'll I tell you this, guys. you bring those chandeliers to me and we'll melt them down and we'll use them for the cause. You you bring that artwork to us and we'll hang it in museums for all the uh, people to see. You bring whatever you find from Heapway to us and we'll make sure that Bastion is a better place for it. Minimum but if you ten bring grand. Bring that to us. We can't pay you. Mm. <laughs> well, can you protect us? That from what do you need protecting from? We're in debt. Ten grand to Corny over at the printing press. You Cornelius make it square. Fosco. You make it square with Cornelius. We'll bring you whatever you want. Well, that's going to be complicated because. The, the, the printing press is now the primary forms of sending out the news to the other boroughs that we're doing. We need him on our side. We need, we need the newspapers. Well. And he runs the newspaper. Just so happens we can give you a voucher for a thousand copies of whatever you need printed. Yeah, we can. A little quid pro quo. You find stuff from the heat way and we'll discuss it. We'll figure it out. And... To, like, if there's anything else you'd like to know about this map, you can learn from Rolling Pin, um, rather than me just info dumping random crap mm. that you don't care about. That it's all just oh, I don't. I'm I'm a little confused where Justin ends and Rolling Pin begins right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, 
<laughs> right, right. Maybe he is just like a little. He's just a little shell shocked himself. He's. You don't know what I've seen, Cream. You don't know what we've done in here. You don't know where this is going. But it's all gonna be worth it in the end. It's all gonna be worth it in the end. Uh, so, uh, and he just keeps taking another drink. Uh, why did you come back? So he. Um, he, he can be an information source for all of you uh, once Cream uh, unlocks the door and tells him that uh, there's a, a, a whole party here in this in this game that we're playing. Um, and <laughs> you can use him to ask any questions about any of these locations that are interest that, that, that pop out to you that if you don't want to do Heapwave, fine, whatever, I'll follow your lead. Um, I have a light little bit of note and story uh, uh, of, of all of these locations because my plan is if I want to keep playing Electric Bastion Land, I'm going to play it on this friggin' map. And so... Um, He's telling you the same thing Cornelius did, though. If it's money you need, that's where you'll find it. But you're going to be up against other scrappers. You're going to be up against the students who are trying to get back their family belongings. Yeah. You're going to be up against whatever it is that is causing all of this, that's sending all of that stuff there in the first place. Something's not right there. There's no electricity going to Heapway. And that's the last little bit of mystery that uh, I'm going to drop in there. He's like, here's the grid of Gildan Gardens. And he's lighting it up. There's power in Baker Stronghold. There's power from the Glassblowers Union. Certainly there's power in the Scrapsonian and Wilton campus. The hydro plant is sending all that power, but it's not going to the Heapway. The Heapway shouldn't be getting any power. It's been taken off the grid, and yet it's the brightest spot in the borough. It's bright enough that we see it glowing off of the clouds at nighttime through the smoke. Something is powering up the heapway, and it's not the electricity. We'll go in there and we'll figure out what we can. Can you give us guns? <laughs> Lots of guns. <laughs> but no bullets. A bunch of like red racks start floating in. I leave it to the luck roll here. <laughs> with guns on them. So he can offer you ammunition. Hmm. He can offer. <laughs> that's what we're making here. We're filling the pies with bullets. We can. We're not making weapons here where we supplying the masons the masons are the ones that are running that part of the show our job right now is uh they're like a um yeah they're just they're just they're making um blasting caps they're making bullets they're making uh they're they're, they're working the gunpowder into the bread and uh he he, he looks down and like he can't equip you with with any any anything anything powerful than that but uh i mean you've you've done some marvels with pies and tins before in the past cream haven't you we'll take sure whatever we can get he um uh he he takes you out of the office leads you down the stairs starts telling you a little about the operation like i described and how it how it operates and it's running and are we um, all with them now the or whole place we... has been shut down so like they're now behind on production schedule and uh uh, I guess uh, at what point Cream are, I mean, he's still just giving Cream the tour. Uh, he, he, he's, he's, he's completely distracted by being here with his old friend. So if the three of you want to work your way in, um, you, you, you certainly can. Yeah, I'm just uh, going to attach you, um, myself to that train. 
if you want to grab one of the crates uh, full of, of bullets, I, I guess you can try and run off. I mean, there are uh, other workers and, 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 you know, not so much security, but, but people who are keeping sure. an eye on these things. But uh, uh, he gets down there and uh, he, he grabs a crate off of, the, off of the conveyor belt and it's full of, um, um, say, uh, uh, a dozen bullets for whatever use those things are going to be without anything to put them into, and a blasting cap. The blasting cap's been used by the Masons to uh, bring down the uh, some of the older buildings to make room for for new construction and to make room for uh, uh, for for some new public works projects that they're doing. And uh, some are writing about the destruction of the history of the Guild and Gardens, but uh, you try and tell the Masons that. Um, but uh, you take this. I look the other way, and we're clear. You and I, Rolling Pin says to Cream, like we had some arrangement or something that I owed you in the past that you helped me out with and now we're square sounds good if you ever come back here again I'm not gonna miss (laughs) we're all copacetic now if you want to take your three other smugglers with you and you can head out and go rob someone else of their treasures you have any smoke bombs you seem to have done a perfectly fine job on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know how I always have a chimney with me. You come in here, you shut down my factory, you put me behind a day's work, you send all these people home, and now none of them are going to get paid, and you're and asking me for more help. And now everything's going to smell like campfire. You're welcome. Silver linings. I appreciate it. If you head out to the bridge, there's a canal called the Swan Way. It's only two stops over, and it'll take you to the Heapway, but... Once you get there, the river is blocked, the canal doesn't move. No one's sending any barges past Wilton campus. But once you get there, I mean, no one's going to stop you if you want to go off into, into, the, into the mall. Uh, but just don't, don't deal with the students there. They've, they've barricaded themselves into the dormitories ever since the, uh, the uprising. Uh, there are... Um, the students at, and I'm doing this in third person, so I don't think we're everything in third count, but he describes that the, the students at Wilton campus are the children of the aristocrats who were left behind when they fled the borough. Oh, and they're all just like, what do you mean, dad? He's gone. And they've lost all connection to their money and their resources. And all they have is their school and their name. And uh, uh, so they're barricaded there and uh, they're they're a menace. They, you, you see them protesting out here on the streets when a few of them get out. Uh, and they're all obsessed with trying to restore things back to the way things were. And... Uh, but once you get past that, it's it's you're you're off to the heapway, and in there, uh, we don't really know what's going on in there. Well, but only one way to find out. If you can solve that, it'll also bring stability to the entire borough. But that's, I mean, I understand you gotta you pay off your debts first. You don't want to be on the wrong side of Cornelius Fosco, the newspapers. He'll do much worse than a smear campaign mm-hmm. on you. Some say. He's got a special ingredient in the ink in his paper. Shall we? That sounds like a really big issue. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) Newspaper issue. Like, like maybe you guys, like, is there any way you could kind of cut the middleman and write your own publication? Oh, yes. No, we'll just, um, 
build a printing press I'm not saying with it'd be all easy. of the materials that we have and all the resources that are available to us with all of the workforce that is just willing to stop what they're doing in the middle of a rebellious uprising against a powerful upper class who is likely going to bring all the neighboring boroughs in and crush us within a fortnight. Yes, yeah, so, of course. But isn't we should like start a newspaper. You're right. Free printings of something or other that uh, could take care of that and be someone else's resources, not your own. Maybe you could do a hostile takeover. Maybe that's a that's a that's a. Is that a thing on a coupon? <laughs> hostile takeover coupon. Seems... Well, you, you you have a you have that voucher for 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 free printing, but that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, barter with that. Yeah, I guess I mean I don't know. Rolling Pin doesn't know what to respond to all this. He's uh, uh he's he's in over his head. We'll you bring you back uh, something from the heap. Well, fine. Come on, to the swans. Can and so, roof? from the, uh, the, so the, so the, so the swans, the canals, uh, move you between the, the locations on the map. Um, uh, Wilton campus is, uh, uh, closed for business. The gates are, are, are barred up. Uh, there's big chains locking them and it looks like they've pushed all kinds of, uh, like furniture and, and anything they could to barricade uh, the, uh, uh, the, the the station and exit from from the canal. It's a as it goes into the campus. This part might even go into like a bit underground uh, as it goes through a, a slight tunnel. And you see Wilton campus closed forever, just kind of drawn in red. Um, <laughs> and your 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 swan shaped uh, boat, thin long boat, uh, takes you down through the river into. Uh, into the heapway, and you see first coming up in your vision. Uh, just uh, it, 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 it looks like it would have been a, a series of houses in a neighborhood, but all you see now are the tops of roofs sticking out of piles of of, of scrap metal and uh, uh, statues and uh, uh, debris uh, uh, piled up high like a like a great hill, like a cairn at the top of a mountain. Where instead of rocks, though, it's just it's just debris huh. and uh and certainly um if uh the the day is getting later and the light is starting to fail um it it is giving off a glow and it's not that electric hum of the rest of the city it's not the 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 the, the, the orange lights of incandescent bulbs running it's it's almost green and it's like like a like a it radiates outward and, and and you and sure you can almost see it swirling in the night sky getting caught in the clouds uh as 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 points of light uh, come out uh like 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 flashes of light but like a beam catching off the clouds and then getting quiet again uh as the uh canal starts to slow down you see a, a, a line of swan boats that have all come to a stop one after another and you bump into the back of the one and you'll have to walk the rest of the way as uh, the rest of these uh, boats have, have the, the, the river has been blocked now by a, a slide of scrap metal and, um, and the boats have been abandoned uh, at the end of the canal here this looks promising <laughs> and this isn't the heapway this is the College. This is this this is the edge of the heapway. I just, this is we, the just edge of the we just we just sailed on past uh, hmm. Wilton College. Unless unless you want to go. What is it? What does it sound streets. like? It's you you hear like the wind, 
moving through the metal and you hear this creaking and every now and then you hear sounds of sparks like a like a like a welding torch echoing off in the distance something collapses it starts to roll and you hear the collapse of metal as like uh, off in the distance like a landslide or an avalanche of of materials begins to roll down and collect more and then you hear a loud bang again um you also hear like well, it wouldn't be steam engines because steam engines haven't been in Bastion now for a while. They're all replaced by the tramways and the cable cars that, that are moving overhead. And and you do see um, another cable car moving above, uh, over Heapway. And just as it does, a bottom of it opens up and dumps more stuff into Heapway and then continues on its way. <laughs> and uh, But then off in the distance, in the center of Heapway, you can, you can hear being caught up in the wind yeah, that, that, like this like chugga-chugga sound, this this movement of pistons and steam hissing and and something very heavy shifting its weight and then and then back to the, the, the rest of the like environmental sounds. Mm. So do, do we need to get on the train? If there was a train, there's there's no you don't see any train. Okay. It's just the, those are the sounds if if you're asking about that. From here at this station, there is a pathway it looks from other scrappers who've arrived to try and find either materials or like those uh that you saw the the folks back at the stronghold who had um they were they were wearing like looked like homemade armor uh helmets mm. goggles uh, little mining lights and they brought with them uh, these uh, magnetized uh, metal detectors uh and um uh, they may have been the ones that would have cleared a trail like this first and it, things have been pushed aside and it looks like there's a footpath that, that continues on down into the streets of whatever the former name of this village is. Well, uh, or not village, but, uh, you know, like the block of this borough that's now been turned into this dumping ground. If there's a path, that means there's nothing here. They already cleared it. They'll be picking up what they can as they go, which means we gotta just follow the path and... Uh, you're trying to walk with any level of authority, make some kind of a statement here, Gigi? Yes, well, the place screams of... It so doesn't have... so hard when there's no audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It's like, well, they uh, don't have electricity, so using what old technology and alien... It's uh, it's so not the thing. The done thing. She can light the way. That's handy. Yeah, that's true. It's nighttime, yeah, and she glows in the oh, dark. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's just yeah. your my rainbow sweater just whoa. <laughs> Very oh, is it multicolored? Joseph as well? like, and the Technicolor yeah, Dreamcoat. It, it, it yeah. was red and yellow. <laughs> Man. It's not exactly like LED lighting, but it's definitely <laughs> it, it, it charges up through the day so that at night it's just radiant and wonderful and uh, and on all all the all the full spectrum. Yeah, if you tell me I have something that glows in the dark, it's well, not going to be just one color. <laughs> go ahead, after you. Yeah. All right, I'll lead my way in my alien sweater. Strut like a the... catwalk superstar that you are. <laughs> Let's do it. And I'm going to turn over to the chemist and be like. Anybody gets eaten first. You, um, yeah. as as you turn that corner and you're lighting the way, uh, you do hear um, working sounds. Uh, you hear 
um, a banging, a bit of drilling, something shifting, and you can see the... Um, oh, actually, uh, I'm going to see if they see you before you see them. You see them first. Uh, so you can, you, you can see they... they <laughs> Well, you'd think impossible, except they're not looking in your direction, right? Mm. There's giant work lights put down on like a work site, and it looks like uh, they've they out in front of a, a big building. It uh, looks like it would have been um, uh, maybe a, a like a post office or a library or something built, you know, like those big cement pillars and uh, a big fac a facade in the front uh, but it's, it's covered in debris like everything else but they've set up these work lights and they've shored it up with, with their own uh, work uh, uh, scaffolding and, uh, and and you can you can hear you can see the, the movement of like flashlights inside or like helmet lights and you can hear uh, you can see the lights of sparks that are going as they're cutting through metal and you can hear the hum of, of these workers of, uh, of a dig crew of uh, 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 also in here looking for for something of value that they can bring back out, not just hunks of scrap metal and old stone and 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 and, and bits of old buildings. Um, and uh, and and you hear a, a cry uh, out and, and and like cheering and some kind of applause and and the and the drilling sounds come to a, down to a stop. Well, that's. Uh, you can continue killing. on past and leave them behind, or you can no, 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 have a no, look no, what's no, going no. on Taking inside. Taking what's <laughs> rightfully ours for someone who didn't know it yet is clearly the preferable option to <laughs> digging ourselves. Does, uh... You're going to talk them out of the trench? Okay. Well, I'm going to go scout no. out. <laughs> yes, go do that. All right, I get on all fours and I skid off to the nearest rooftop. Okay, uh, you scale up onto the nearest rooftop um, to, uh, you, you want to go in over the top or have a look in? Yeah. Um, do you want to get inside? Can I? And or... see that? I'll just do lookout for first. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, if you if you want to keep a lookout, uh, it's a, you don't have to roll for that. They, they've carved in and they've dug through the debris into the interior of the building and somewhere inside this building they have found uh something or other i mean enough that the work has come to a stop um from the from the from the, you get up onto a rooftop to, to to get a vantage point then you'll, you'll you'll definitely see if anyone comes in and out of this entrance yeah. before anyone and I, else and who are these people digging is it the students uh, well, you haven't gone inside, so you've just oh, okay. heard the sounds that I've described. Uh, okay. So it, it, you can't; it's hard to determine. All right, where's uh, the nearest chimney? Who, who they are? <laughs> nearest chimney's on the roof of. Uh, going like sick, there, dude. There, there's chimneys everywhere. Right. This one. Wait. This one's a thin, uh, small fireplace chimney. So you're really gonna have to like dislocate your shoulders to like. Really I got this. In there. You're just gonna First go in. Through. If your head should can fit, the rest should, of your body can you fit, want, right? Do, do, do you want me to go in? You should do you. You do you. I, mean, I gotta go in. If we have any plans of going in there, then it, 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 what you did before with the making dust and no one could see anything would be quite useful. Okay. It requires a furnace. Yeah. That's there. We go do smoke. that. I don't know how these things work. Y'all have never smug never that's smuggled nothing. That's not even chemistry. That's common sense, man. Yes. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> Roof yeah. crawler, you're you're climbing up above yeah. the uh, the old post office, and you're going to uh, go down through the through the yeah. chimney. 
Before okay. I do, I want to. I always have a ritual is that I huff the chimney for good luck before I go in. You do, yeah. You got to take a full <laughs> breath. Got to take a full <laughs> breath in. Um, not living to a ripe old age. If you succeed at a, <laughs> if it succeeded a deck save, I will allow you to pop in. Pop in. Inside, at in. your discretion, as the other three are going, and if not, uh, you will fall right to the ground and we will we will we will we will just see how the cookie falls okay. when that happens yeah. should we should we time this like when you guys go in i go in like you are, wait are we going in i don't know like you want me to make a distraction so, like by uh you just wanted to go scope it out i was gonna let the roof crawler do it see what we find and if we don't see yeah. the okay. roof crawler again we all know right. not to go in there all right. go, go for all it go right. for it go in Roll me a d20 and see if you uh, <laughs> if you have control over the situation or not. Because it does seem like a, a, a I always have control difficulty of doing this. Yeah, I have so much control over this situation. You have so much control over this. Okay, yeah. Um, you're actually able to hold your okay. good. Even better. Okay. You perfectly spider crawl yourself down inside this chimney. You poke your head out. Your head's covered in soot. And you look out upside down into the room. And so you see five workers, all dressed as like, uh, like metal worker outfits. Some are wearing like welding masks. Some have helmets on. They're all wearing uh, like metal armor, but it doesn't look like, like it's not meant for combat. It's meant for like workplace safety and they've got uh, a lot of hammers uh they've got a, a bag of, of of blasting caps that they've been using to blow themselves in and they have found and you see them all standing around they've they've pulled all this debris behind that was being carried in by whatever is moving all the the the, the garbage around here and they've 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 uncovered like like at a dig site uh, where they found like uh, dinosaur bones but in this case they have pulled away this golden framed big 50 foot painting of um uh i want a really obnoxious name um maybe wilton that's a name that keeps coming up a lot wilton. so uh count the like count wilton of the wilton wiltons of uh, <laughs> one of the founders of gildan gardens and one of the they... richest families in here and it's it's a pose and it's you know it's, it's an oil canvas painting and it's it's pre-electric yeah, like... it's it's this old thing and they're all just kind of standing around admiring getting their lights out and they didn't and... call it gildan and it's they're like starting it's... to throw roping around to try and figure out how they're going to drag this monster of a painting out because this is it. They have found their prize. Estimated Wait, price tag on this? <laughs> Estimated price tag on a painting here that in this case, uh, it holds a 50% chance of being either seen as wonderful or disgusting <laughs> to uh, whoever appraises it. Is it, is it like the face, like the look, like clearly this like, image has been embellished the person it looks like the painting from ghostbusters like too like it's garbage it's not good <laughs> and uh it's a really obnoxious like the wilton family will personally pay five thousand pounds for its return mm. an appraiser if they like it will pay a thousand pounds for its appraisal and uh if they find it revolting uh they might actually just attack you and try to destroy <laughs> the painting to save oh. the rest of the art world Great. from having to let this painting exist for one more day uh-huh uh and the people mining this, is there any recognizable like insignia? Is there anything? They uh 
they are wearing an insignia that a uh, rolling pin would have told you represented the junkyard agenda. And these are a group of, uh, of folks who uh, work as like, almost like mercenaries for hire who go to recover items that have been left behind in uh the in in the scrap yards of bastion and uh places that have been left in the ever-increasing modern expansion of the city uh they go and find these lost artifacts from the industrial age of the city and and bring them out and so uh they're 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 work for hire and uh they they it's clear from their direction that they were looking for something specific and this is what they found and there's no indication mm. that like of who they could be working for presumably the family right not they unless you ask them you could definitely family. pop yeah. out of the fireplace clean off your face walk yeah. up and go hi who are you working for yeah. that would go well there might be some contract or notes or uh, letters of mark that they have on their bodies if uh <laughs> if you could get it off head. of them um and uh they have uh They've got like a series of small trolleys that would have been used to carry supplies in and out. And they're, they're trying to like position them in a way so that they can like place this frame on it and truck it out together like on four wheels. Nothing is terrible. I think only the students would try and get. I... Perhaps. So I, I, I think I, 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 can I skitter back out the chimney and like let them all know what I found? Now, they, they're, each of them, they're quite well armed with hammers. And you can see that they have, you know, the, the explosives that they have already used. And um, uh, this this would be uh, uh, their prize that they have found. But, I mean, it doesn't count until you cash it in. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, uh, what are the odds? There's five of them. They're well-armed. I don't well, like so it. I don't like that. Okay, I like it. Here's, I think here's it's... my thought as a chemist. You... you <laughs> Blow up their explosives. That should discourage mm. them from getting up ever again. Mm. Could damage the artwork, yeah. though. But the frame's probably still worth it. Well... Oh, what uh, I'm thinking is we could hold the artwork for ransom against the family and make them pay more. First, we'd have to get it from them, and what we could do there is uh, go in, pretend to be an art dealer, and be wowed by uh, the discovery. Could at least get an appraiser... Yeah, I'll, I'll even like throw in um, Skittles. You, you'll, you'll hear them even talking like they're really gonna pay that much for something so garish. Oh yes, they are. You, you, you don't know what it's like for these families. They all escaped with their lives and their money, but not their things. They're happy to part with their money if it means that they can have a little bit of their things back. And that's what we're gonna do, boys. We're gonna send them back their things. And, uh, and, and some of the <laughs> members of the dig team don't like you believe that this is worth anything and uh the one in charge seems to be like no this is a sure bet you just gotta you gotta follow through with them and these suckers are gonna they're gonna pay way more than market price for something like this i like Gigi's it, plan because I, I think it'll work yeah. and if it doesn't we still mm -hmm. have the explosives and it'll be funny either way oh my plan is just to get the painting away from the rest of them yeah. when you set off the explosives and if we do just, uh, get it wonderful good Please. teamwork we ask for we ask for higher than five thousand, and if they say no, we threaten to burn it. <laughs> Which you are saying to yourself 
in the chimney that you're hanging oh, in sorry. upside down. Oh, sorry. I thought down. I was. I thought yeah. I was. Am I able to <laughs> skittle up? And, like, well, yeah, but you can absolutely skittle up, and you, you, yeah, you share them all to yeah. them. And of course, like you know, that means like you know, time has passed, and they're 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 strapping it on. They're getting ready to truck it out. They're gonna cart it out into the street. They're gonna protect their prize, take it back to the canal, and ship it up the river uh, the to, to 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 send it to the families. So we're trying to intercept them and convince you them want. to give it to us instead. To, to, to open up my book of tricks here, like this was a, a, a wandering encounter of which I've written six of them. Some of them will be recurring as we're going. Among the others that are here in Heapway is this dig crew. And there might be others that are all out here doing these things. I'm tempting you with treasure that's not enough to pay your debt. But it is still treasure by another word. But also, it's really cumbersome. I mean, what are you going to do? This thing I is going to take to. all four of you to carry out, and it's not even going to pay a tenth of what you have if you just send you it to an appraiser. Have you never stolen art I mean, the frame looks to be almost more expensive than the painting because of the you know the gold filigree and the metals that so were worked into it. What does the family it. care about? They care right? about the painting. Interesting. Okay. We could always create a uh, uh, fight or skip it. I say skip it if that's the choice. They're too strong. The, the, yeah. the enemies in Electric Bastion are not uh, always inherently hostile. They're all out here doing work just like you. They're all trying yeah. to pay off their own debts and pay off their own means and, and, and make a living. And so, you know, not all of them will fight to the death. Not all of them will fight at all. And uh, they're out here not here to attack you like goblins in a dungeon but they're out here doing a job as well yeah. and in this case these are your rivals they beat you to it they got to here before you did and um and you can either rip yep. them off and move on uh <laughs> or you can you can let them uh march away none the wiser that you ever even saw them uh continue deeper into heatway and see if there's even better treasure to be found i'm looking for something smaller and more valuable yeah let's keep going yeah if i can sneak it into a pie that's the ideal prize here. <laughs> okay? If you roll it up and fold it, you could sneak it into a pie. Pie? There's a 50-foot pie? Well, it'd be a big pie, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm still trying to solve the case of how big was the pie that everybody brought all this treasure down here to begin with in. So Not everything is pies, man. So I'll tell you what, I do want to see uh, an example of combat in this before we go oh, to break. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to, here it is, here it is. Like, we're, we're a little behind schedule on this, so I've got to, I've got to escalate just a touch. Um, <laughs> they don't see you, um, but the treasures that were brought here to Heapway were not brought here by the, the junkyard agenda. They were not brought here by the aristocrats. They were not brought here by you. They were brought here by that just over there and you hear something <laughs> slumbering down the streets cream and uh and and, and schmaltz and uh, uh, uh Gigi, uh, uh who are outside and and skittles you start to you hear the ground rumbling and you see you hear the ground shaking as it turns the corner of like it, it's not a machine like the other machines that you see uh, in the rest of Bastion that, that, that live in the underground that are made up of, of, of electronic cables and parts because there's no electronics and cables here. It's just, um, it's just pipes. It's just metal. It's just wood. And it's, and it's lumbering like this, this colossi uh, and the interior of its cylindrical chest is emanating this green fire and it's just walking towards the building and as the agenda starts moving their prize out 
it lets out this roar and it crashes into them and it brings down scrap heaps from the hills around them onto the group. They pull out their hammers and they're trying to hit at it and their hammers don't do anything to its armor. It's denting it off. It it picks one up. It throws them up over a building. You see maybe hit off a chimney and the chimney cracks and its body falls over the side and it grabs the, uh, the, 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 the frame when it's all said and done and it drags it back into the post office puts it back where it was found okay, and I'm then numbers back on. <laughs> Good example of someone else's combat. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so now there's only Let's four not... of them? Yeah. Let's not do that anymore. And no painting. The, yeah, but well, I think no painting. So, picking so up the painting when... and moving it produces a reaction that we definitely don't want. So the, the, the Colossi shows up and it starts to throw its weight around maybe before it moves it into the post office and before the, the, the that's that's how it'll be if, if you did even if you never intervene uh so the uh the the agenda they they they, they try to get their blasting caps they try to let them the, the the bag is dropped the one that was thrown through the air drops the the explosives on the ground uh they have their hammers but they don't stand a chance against this and they start to um uh fall back and the painting is left there in the in in, in this in, in in the open, and uh, this uh, this 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 monster uh, uh, is is moving slower than they are. Does it have a pilot? And yeah. does it have someone inside of it moving it around like a mech? Yeah, like what what is this thing? I mean, it, it doesn't look like it. It looks, it looks um, like, like you can see through the metal. It's just like the metal is somehow holding itself it's together. Giant tree like, and alien, like yes, magnetically, like, like it's been trash golem. Look like that flame is together like, from yeah. different parts. It's like that flame thing is like powering it, but kind of more or less, like. Hmm. Like that's it's it, it, like there's a okay. source of power. Behind well, it. I was say I feel like the automaton would do just. Fine. For yeah, how much do you think a, it's worth? Collecting a fine price. Yeah. And we could get it to just walk itself back. Okay, what's your plan? Oh, we can lure <laughs> it with the painting. Lure it with, yeah, yeah. Lure it with the one, painting. One of the agenda, uh, they, they, the, the, the frame hits the ground in the attack and it cracks. And they do what you're planning to do. And they start rolling it up. And they start packing it in, and they see the rest of their team starting to rout and flee, and that's exactly what they do. And they grab the painting and they just run. Uh huh. As, so as Schmutz is asking, plan. like, okay, so what's your idea? I just t- turn over, and uh, and Gigi's like, I don't do that. I'm an ideas woman. Um, but you just had a really good idea. Well, Rolling pin you. gave me a blasting cap. Like, I, what are the odds that I could prime this thing, arm it, and throw it into the fire that's powering this golem? Toss it into the fire! I mean, they won't pay you. They'll, they, you'll get reputation, I guess, with them. You'll get a good word. You'll be in their good graces. Well, and this thing won't bother us anymore. And nice. it might be salvageable. Okay, so, yeah, if you want to grab that cap, and also Rolling Pin gave you uh, a blasting cap as well. If you want to grab saying. that, throw it. It's a one-shot item that deals d10 damage okay nice and i'm gonna try and it deals and... blast damage so anyone immediately around it will also get caught in the blast don't be there so what am i what am i looking at here if i toss this yeah. thing into the fire like is this going to be enough to blow up whatever the hell's inside and powering this certainly thing? worth trying 
You, Damn you, right you it grab is. It, the, the agenda didn't get a chance. So you, you run over to the bag that was abandoned. You grab a blasting cap out of it. Roll a d10. Huck it like a... You can... You can you, you, you got, it got the blasting cap. It's got a short little fuse onto it, and you can light it like a like a stick of dynamite and yeah. throw it All up right. at this golem. And that's what we're gonna do. You roll a five, and it you, you throw it into the air. It hits the side. It gets into part of its armor, and it 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 blows a, a, a one of the arms off, and the the metal rips open, and the flame starts to lick around, and it uh reels back in like is that shock is that surprise the rest of the uh scrappers that are on the ground they all what the heck is that and they're they're like something exploded and uh it's not enough to take it down it moves in it swings into one of the remaining three and uh, <laughs> uh not us right and it um <laughs> throws them against the wall and they just go limp well and it, and and it, it, it starts, or the, the other two are like, this isn't what we signed up for. We're not supposed to be going up against no automatons. This place was supposed to be abandoned. And they're like, make a run for it. Everyone for themselves. And uh, and, and, and they and they can, they scatter. Um, do it again. Uh, Absolutely, you can do. That? What are you doing? Can I just run over and be like, I'll distract them. Give me the painting. <laughs> oh, uh, give me a successful charisma save. Okay. Just to throw them off. Okay. Okay, uh, now, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Hold on, sorry, where is uh, D20? It's right here. Uh-oh. That's not hey, good. that's really bad. That's not good. They look at you. <laughs> Who are you? Is that you're controlling that thing? And they pull out a hammer, and now we're in a combat round. <laughs> okay. Oh, but there's only three of them like now. So. Let's go. Uh, you take um, three damage Ow. from the hammer that they swing down on you. Now you've oh, only boy. got five HP, so you're down to yes. two. And there's how many okay. of them in front of her? Well, there's the there there was the three that scattered, so they're all going in different directions. So this <laughs> one is the one that went towards our roof crawler, and we're like, "Give me the painting." This is the one that rolled at the painting and was making a run for. It. Give me the painting, I'll distract them. And uh, they're like, "I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, you're clearly controlling that thing. You're attacking us." And I and goes to defend themselves. Uh, the other two aren't. They're they're all fleeing in different directions. So they're not in this combat. So. Uh, on our turn, it goes players and then us. And if there's ever a dis debate over who should go first, it goes down to a dexterity save. Um, Skittles, you're the one right in front. Do you want to retaliate and fight back? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have a skewer or an unarmed attack that does D4. I'm so using the skewer. Obviously, I'm using the skewer. So roll a D6. No, I didn't have a lot of health. Maybe they don't have a lot of health. No, they don't. No one does. They had four. They had four health. Hey! Ah. You bring them down to exactly zero. So they're, um, uh, you, you, I mean, where, skewer, that's, that's gory. How do you skewer <laughs> the poor bastard? <laughs> what do you do? Um, you, uh, do, do we need to be descriptive about that? The rest of you, some are just around the corner. You hear some squelching, yeah. a puncture yeah, sound. Like you hear a like gurgle. A and then it comes back, and they're lying on the ground in a pool of their blood. Yeah. The blood is slowly yeah. moving towards the painting that they still have in their arm as they're lying on the ground. Oh, I grabbed the painting. Me. Grab grabbed the oh, painting. Shoot. Painting's pulled out. There's not. Yeah. There's not. There's no blood on it. Just a little yeah. bit of dirt. You can yeah. clean it off. It'll be fine. You can restore that. It's okay. I think it's like it was a cutaway, so like you never saw specifically what happens. And then I just walk back, and I'm just covered in blood. I'm like, hey guys, I got the painting. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Meanwhile, back in the, you've got the painting. Cream, you've got the blasting caps. There's two more in that bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, fashionista, practicing chemist. What would the two of you like to do? The, 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 that machine, if it's a machine, is, um, I mean, you're wearing a giant glowing cloak. Yeah. <laughs> the others start to run, and it just turns. And even though it doesn't have eyes to see, you can tell it bearing down on you. I think the glow comes from the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just absolute fabulousness. So yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I, it's going it, to move towards you. It's going to chase you. I think I want to make a charisma check and just be like, uh, no. Like, <laughs> you know. Talk to the hands. I don't know you. I haven't. That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah, we don't talk oh to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I really want that to work. <laughs> reasons in that way. Um, Giant. When a social reaction is uncertain, you can do a charisma save to avoid a negative reaction. Um, I guess it's more of a case of will it does it recognize you as a threat? It's it's yeah, it's seen you. Oh, it hasn't it hasn't identified you as an intruder or a thief. Yeah. So do you so? Yeah, give me that charisma save then. Absolutely. Right. Just a d20? D20, you're rolling under that number. All right, coming at you, sir. That's a 12. I What's the number good. I need to beat? I got a 16 with charisma. Yay! So, <laughs> Amazing. you look at that, and <laughs> and it, it looks at you. It clearly sees you as no threat at all. And... It um it just begins to like scan. Oh no! And and it's and it's looking for. Yeah, look away. Let go to the roof. Anywhere else? <laughs> you just start, you're scurrying to the roof. Your safe place, of course. Yeah. You stay away from it. Um. So it uh it it sees you running up the roof and it begins to uh claw at the walls and pulling down uh part of the foundation the facade of this of this uh. post office is, is you're up on the roof now and it's crawling away at it uh is it go to our enough for another uh, blasting cap absolutely i was gonna go to both our practicing chemist and our pie smuggler yeah. you see uh, the roof crawler oh. running up to the roof crawling on the roof they've got the prize wrapped up maybe rolled up onto their pack yeah and uh, and it's well, is moving I, I want to throw because I got two in the bag in front of me. Again. So I want to throw one to you, oh God. so that we you can both yeah. just sure. chuck it at the same sure. time. If you, you both do, do it at the off. same time, you both roll a d10. Yeah. You use both blasting caps. You take the highest of the number, and that's how much damage you deal. So what if we do it a split second apart? <laughs> <laughs> we just want it to look cool, but not to have any mechanical effect. What he said. <laughs> Actually, that taking the best of two rolls is probably is how better. two targets attacking one target is supposed to be done. All right, yeah. then let's do it. Yeah. It's a damage advantage. Let's because do the, it. The HP meta. numbers are very low. Yeah. Okay. And, and for that. All right. Making D10. it look cool? It's a D10. You first, JB. What do you got? Okay, okay. A five and a four. Oh, the five is. is all you needed. Hey! The five... So you both you throw both the blasting caps and they land inside like of the hole that yeah. you blew out before. You hear them rolling around inside like marbles, and then there's this pump, poof, and everything inside just kind of goes out. And you hear all the, like the like whatever uh, bolts that might have been inside, ping, 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 and it explodes. And this ball, this glowing green rock, uh -huh. lands on the ground, rolls, goes Ooh. cold, 
and goes dark. How much that's worth? Yeah. Do you think we just got? Do you think we just cleared our debt right here? The core of the automaton. I'm a chemist. I would totally know what that is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do science to it. And we will find out. Maybe we should find out more about this rock. I know we ran late because of the disconnection and all that. And we're supposed to do a break at some point. Um, I need to pee. And so that works for me. We've been yeah. Making, making up for time here as it's going. The, uh, uh, the, the rock lands to the ground. You, you defeat the golem. The, the dig members have either fled. There's the one that, that is dead on the ground. And we'll leave on a cliffhanger when we come back because up there on the roof you hear just off in the distance silhouetted by the moon of the night this clap 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 Ooh. <laughs> well that was just invigorating well, that's now, definitely if you don't mind <laughs> i'll be taking back what is mine uh, and, a, and a gloved white hand reaches out from a silhouetted figure with a long thin rapier in his belt Mask? Looks exactly yeah. like the figure that was in that painting. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Like exactly, or is it like the, the painting was definitely embellished? <laughs> <laughs> He's like a bushwhacker. Find out. We'll so answer that question when we come back from our short break, and then we'll have a little chat with JB, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll get to know what you're up to, and then we'll return, and we'll we'll uh, we'll find a wrap up to this uh, this this strange experiment, uh, such as it is playing electric bastard land. Yeah. All right. See you on the other side, everyone. We'll be back on Thursday with the second portion from our Tabletop Tuesday game playing Electric Bastion Land. And be sure to check out all of the offerings at the DNDG Twitch channel by visiting twitch.tv slash dndggames. You can stay up to date with what we have planned by following us on Twitter at DiceWarriors. We'll be back to recording new games for our 10th season, and if you'd like to be a part of helping to make that show possible, Consider supporting us by becoming a sponsor today. Supporters get early access to our story episodes, and you can even upgrade your support to join in on our private games that we host every month. To find out more about supporting the Terrible Warriors, visit patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Our theme music is by Epic Game Music. My name is Justin Eacock, and I'm also the editor. Return to us on Thursday for the second portion of our playthrough of Electric Bastion Land on the Dungeons and Do-Gooders stream. Until we find you again here at the Terrible Warrior table, thank you for listening. Be good to each other.